0: Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's what up, RG? Y'all, what's good? It's your boy, Y'all Swift.
2: Hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Erica Mason, a.k.a. Miss pretty and radical. Yo, 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 this your boy, E-Hud, God's MC, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Peace.
0: Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out. MTMV Sports. Y'all see ya.
2: Hey how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports and I am here um uh, with some of the MTNV correspondents. Um, especially the brother from Red and Bo Will Smith yes, is sir. is right here on the phone with us. We got the voice, um, the number one cowboy hater in America. Um, he quickly yeah. jumped on. What's up, voice? I am feeling also good. <laughs> I think I think you're feeling just as about as good as um as my guy, what I forgot that dude's name man um Stephen A Smith yeah that that dude well look if you number one he number one a because y'all both like serious super cowboy haters and so um I mean I know you I know you're super geeked about it but before we hop into the hate let's start off with the love I know there's a ton of love coming from um you know the Kansas City brass right now right like i mean chief's nation is going insane they were insane actually um you know during the game you could see just kind of that confidence especially it's cold weather you got a guy with a strong arm let me not belabor the point anymore my brother will how are you feeling man
0: bruh it's like it's unreal it's been a long time coming Many seasons of disappointment in the in the uh, postseason. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I knew it was different because we had Patrick Mahomes, and I knew he would make the difference, man. It's like the quarterback we have been waiting on <clears throat> that can go down and make plays. You know what I'm saying? That don't fold under the pressure. You know what I'm saying? It's it's huge, bro. It's huge. I'm ex- man. I'm so excited, and I feel like we're just like so close to making it to the Super Bowl, bro. And uh, and Monday morning I'll be looking for uh, you know, Kyle Brandt on uh Good Morning Football on the NFL network. He said it was a hundred percent chance that the Chargers will win this no, not that the Colts will win this game. He said a hundred percent chance that the Colts will win and he said if the Chiefs won that he would wear wear nothing but a barrel. <laughs> so he's gotta wear a barrel on Monday.
2: Now, I think and most people think that he made that type of um, that type of risk. He took that type of risk because he believes, just like most people believe prior to this game, that Andy Reid has a bit of a issue, right? When it comes to the playoffs, barely able to get over the hump, barely able, um, you know, to move past the championship game. Even though there was a time when he was a consistent visitor to the championship game, so him being a championship game is nothing new. I'll say that, right? You remember how many times he went with Philly, but at the same time, right? Like in the previous years. Um, He's just hasn't been able to get over that first round, second round hump. So my question to you is: um, Do you feel like you know he'll he'll actually be able to make it all the way to the Super Bowl, or do you feel like this is the peak of the ride this year? I think <clears throat> I
0: think we'll make it all the way to the Super Bowl. I think the difference is I think the difference is in the quarterback because <laughs> if you look at Philly. He had a very good quarterback in Donovan McNabb who could, you know what I'm saying, he was a, a good passer too in the pocket, and he could also throw on the run, you know what I'm saying. So he had a very good quarterback in Philly. So when he comes to KC, you know what I'm saying, he brings back a winning culture to Kansas City. Now the difference was we had Alex Smith, who was, you know, everybody says more of a game manager, you know, and his best season was last season as far as passing. But Alex was... More of a uh, risk averse type quarterback where he's not going to take that risk. He would often not pull that trigger on a receiver that was downfield because he's like, I'd rather play it safe and live for the next play or, you know, send a ball away and we can punt. Whereas we have Mahomes because the play caller hasn't really, I think the play playbook has opened up even more with the type, type of quarterback that we have. He's able to use every play in his playbook (laughs) and then even when the play breaks down, we have a quarterback in Mahomes who can make a play out of nothing. He can keep the play alive. He can make throws from any arm angle. There was a throw he made in the game to Travis Kelsey sidearm that was kind of around his guard where (laughs) it was a ridiculous throw, bro. Like the throws he made and and it's snow and it's cold outside. So that has no effect on him. It's like and we won without him throwing a touchdown pass. I mean, it was, yeah. Uh, it's The difference is the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is special.
2: Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about Damian Williams? I mean, he just took on a huge role um, in this game. He looks to be every bit as good, um, or at least very, very close to as good as Kareem Hunt. Do you foresee him being the back for this team, like the main back for this team? Or is that more of a Spencer Ware situation?
0: Oh, that's a good question, man. I think um, I like him. I think at this point, Spencer, where he—I um, don't know if you want to call him injury prone or he just happens to get injured too much. You know what I'm saying? He's not always available. Though I think um, Jamie Williams, I liked him when I when they—I remember when they picked him up. So I went back and looked at his high looked at his highlights from the Dolphins, I was like, okay, this brother, he looked pretty good, I, I like the pickup, I like it, and um, he's also showing, though, know, he has a little bit of, you know, a little power to his run game, and, and he's got a little bit of speed and a little bit of shiftiness, so I, I like him, but I still feel like the Chiefs may end up, you know, uh, drafting another running back, um, though we did extend him for two more years, so he could possibly be, I think he's good enough to be the main running back, but I think we also need another running back to kind of complement him. And Darrell Williams may be that back. I like the way he runs, so he runs strong and hard. Um, if you watch the game, you saw him They probably stopped him at the three-yard line, and he just kept p- pushing with those legs. And, of course, everybody started pushing, but he runs hard. And so, um, But, yeah, I do like the way he runs. He's faster than Kareem. Kareem didn't have a lot of speed. One thing I will say is the – the um, ability of Kareem Hunt to break tackles and keep his balance, that was special that not every running back has. It's the balance that Kareem Hunt had, but I think Damian Williams is filling in very nicely, and I'm liking his running style. He's getting more acclimated to the offense, and so I like him, man. I, I think he'll be good, you know what I'm saying? And with Mahomes, you don't really need a great running back. You just need a serviceable running back to get some yards, but I think he is better than serviceable
2: so now you I, I i gotta i gotta ask you this question man sammy watkins seemed to contribute very little um right. to this overall run you've been on um even when he came back his presence was cool however not truly effective um do you put a lot of of i guess hope and what he'll bring to you in the future possibly or do you foresee this team kind of going in a different direction after this season
0: no nah, i mean i disagree i think um throughout the season. I mean, we've missed Sammy Watkins in this offense, especially when we had to release Kareem Hunt. And so and then um Sammy Watkins is a though he may not have a whole lot of catches, um teams have to account for his presence on the field because he's fast too and he can stretch the field too. So you can't just key in on Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. You also have to pay attention to Sammy Watkins. And the way he runs he runs hard after the catch, and that's the type of receivers that Andy Reed's like. That Andy Reid likes um, a receiver that can catch the ball and make something happen after he catches it. And so I, I think um, I, I, I disagree because I can. See there's a difference in our offense, and our playbook opens up more, and our offense is more um, effective, or I say more lethal and dangerous with Sammy Watkins in the lineup. You know, so he did have a little fumble, but if but he he definitely made a difference in this game. And you there was a catch he made where he was falling down and he caught it with one hand. Like it could have been tipped up. Any other receivers probably tipped up, could have been an interception, but he makes some great catches, man, and he runs very physical. So he's a big part of that team's offense, man. And um keep them boys together with Hill, Watkins, and Kelsey is and Watkins thing is him just being able to stay healthy. Can he stay healthy throughout the season? That's been his his neck in his career is not being able to play a full season. I think he may only have one full season under his belt.
2: I want to um I want to ask the voice something, man, because I, I know what it's like to be in a situation where you look at um you look at a team that's kind of in your division. You see what they're doing. Right. Um and, and And you wish it was your team. You wish it was you. It's kind of hard to really cheer sincerely for a team you know having that much success on um, that that close to you you know um, voice how how are you feeling man knowing that you're a true Broncos fan like how are you feeling just kind of watching these chiefs just do their thing
1: right now i'm feeling like uh the interviewer is trying to throw my way that's how i feel wow that's a question like um but as far as The concern because I do live in the great state of Missouri. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I mean, the Chiefs haven't won since I don't know when. Haven't been in my lifetime. (laughs) So, you know, everyone has their season. And uh, the Broncos have more winning seasons than. Chiefs do so you know I'm glad that they're getting a little bit of shine and I really like Mahomes. I have to say that I really do like him as a player. I like what he brings to the table, and honestly, with what he's doing, as the old adage goes, all boats get lifted with the tide. Tide right when the tide rides, it lifts all boats. So the way that he's coming out and the way that he's playing is making the AFC bet. That's right, I said the AFC bet. The premier division in the AFC with more matchups that are going to be ones that you're going to look to see. I mean, we still have the uh, Chargers playing tomorrow, and I pray that they are successful because the only team I hate as much as the Cowboys are the uh, Patriots, so I- I'm not mad. Again, I like them. I like what they're doing, and um, and it does nothing but keeps us hungry. I mean, that in the losses, but it really helps us to, to know. Okay, look, we have been dominant for decades, and specifically in the AFC West, there really hasn't been anyone. To challenge us, so um, this has been real good, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we do with our new coaching staff uh, and the people
2: that we have. But voice, doesn't it feel like with Mahomes being so young and the Chiefs being so good that the future for the Broncos um, just just it, it seems almost like an insurmountable. Um, task to overtake these chiefs. Does it feel like that a little bit?
1: No, not at all. Um, these are men, and this is football. Of any sport out there, football has the most parity possible. So, yeah, they're hot right now, but they're also a player or two away uh, from getting hurt or having. More uh, off the field issues. I uh, like Kareem Hunt to just being a, a serviceable team. What? Oh, <laughs> I That's not great.
0: That's not great. The only player that I that, that if they got hurt, where I'd be like, oh, we just don't have a chance now. Is Patrick Mahomes. As long as that boy is out there, then the team's got a chance. Uh, you know again, they're only a <laughs> player or two away. You need to be specific when you say a player, because if it's like okay, D four hurt, okay, that'll hurt. You know, that hurt our pass rush a little bit. Though Breland speaks out there, we can still try to do a little something. But the main player that 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 cannot we cannot afford to get hurt is Patrick Mahomes, and he okay, got his. What, what
1: about uh? What about your man Tyreek Hill? You're telling me that that doesn't drop the level of play
0: substantially if he were out? It does. I mean, it does. It, right it'll, it'll affect the offense, but I ain't, ain't going to say we ain't going to score no points. Now when Mahomes passed the ball. Like, he spreads the ball out. You know what I'm saying? But to Marcus Robinson, we won't have that speed over the top. But if you take, take take away Tyreek, still got Sammy, and still got Travis Kelsey, Marcus Robinson, Chris Conley. Chris Conley has some speed. You know what I'm saying? So they can still be effective. But I'm saying, like, for us to not have a chance to win a game, it would have to be Mahomes not in the game, and I don't want to speak that. You know what I'm saying? He got his, he got hurt a little bit in this game with his knee, but he came right back. He's a tough player. He's durable. So, yeah. But, um, okay, let, let me in, say this as well. In, in line with the question
1: specifically <laughs> regarding the, um, the Chiefs being in the AFC best and being afraid. This is football. Again, one of the Highest parity sports that there is, they're not going to be able to keep all those players. So give it a year or two. You know we may need some time for rebuilding. Give it a year or two, if that much,
0: and we're right back in. Only if only if Denver Broncos get a quarterback, y'all. That's hard to find. So it may be it may be a little bit. Yeah, that
1: uh, quarterbacks Mm. are hard to find, but when you have had arguably two of the best in history playing for you, and you have a, one of those in the front office drawing other people in, I, I believe that we will be all right. We're going to get back to where we need to be. Um, and just the, the culture of the Broncos. We, we don't have a losing culture. So we're going to do everything – it takes to win whoever we need to bring in to win, we're going to uh to do that. With that reason, because we're not gonna pay um, we're not gonna pay you the, the world's money
0: unless you're worth the world's money. Well I will say this John Elway has not shown that he um, is good at evaluating quarterbacks. He has <laughs> you got Oswald, you got Simeon, you got Paxton Lynch Uh, who else he did? He also had the mile high miracle Uh, case. Um, ain't ain't none of them quarterbacks panned out. So, John Elway has not. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, (laughs) forget about
1: the most polarizing quarterback that has played in recent history,
0: and that's my man,
1: Tim Tebow. We went to the Um, playoffs with Tebow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was he there? I don't think was. I don't think Elway was. Uh, yeah, Elway
1: chose Tebow.
0: and yeah, I know they won one game, one playoff game. That's a... <laughs> Tim, he Tim Tebow, Tebow couldn't pass. In,
1: he was able to pull in. Uh, um, he was able to pull in my boy Manning. It was the same kind of situation that happened with him coming in from Indianapolis. I was hoping we were going to strike uh, lightning three times and pull in Andrew Luck, but it would a little too smart for us this time.
0: I'm talking, well, I ain't talking about Peyton Manning What I'm referring to is You guys drafting your own quarterback He is not good at evaluating talent At the quarterback position Peyton Manning, we already knew what Peyton Manning was So he didn't have to really He didn't have to do no uh, evaluating No, no, no Because he was coming in Off of being
1: out for a year Having like four bones Putting his neck, couldn't move He was supposed to be done so let's not go there. Let's nah, not go there. he made that, that was a, <laughs> a, a stroke of genius
0: and foresight by John Elway. Now nah, he took a chance that okay, if he if he recovers, I know what Peyton Manning is. Everybody knew Peyton Manning was a baller. The question was if he was going to recover from that next surgery. That's it. And I guess Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning must assure John Elway like, yo, I'm going to be all right. They say I got to... 90% chance, my neck healing. And so what I'm saying is, you already knew what the talent was within Peyton Manning. He didn't have to evaluate him coming out of college. He was already a known a known quantity. You know what I'm saying? A known talent. So I'm, I'm talking to the, the players and quarterbacks that Denver and John Elway have well, I'm drafted. am about
1: the decision-making <laughs> abilities of John Elway when it comes to selecting quarterbacks. We'll see. I hey, mean, we'll uh, Indianapolis wasn't, uh, wasn't confident in them. That's why they spent their first-round pick on somebody and put them out the pasture. So let's not let's not act like uh, John Elway had nothing to do with that when it comes to selecting quarterbacks. Next question.
2: <laughs> Yo, the crazy part is... <laughs> the crazy part is... um I threw it out there. I didn't know what was gonna happen, but I knew something was gonna pop off. So <laughs> hey, the crazy
0: part is the Broncos is at home, so we don't even gotta talk about them no more. They sitting there, they watching. So that's
2: why. <laughs> well, look here. Here's, here's the thing. I have to. Um, I have to kind of give a little bit of credit to. Um, to the voice and the Denver Broncos. I will tell you why because I feel like. Um, unlike the Indianapolis Colts, who were able to kind of recover after the Peyton Manning situation. Um. John Elway has done two things One he rarely has a chance to draft Really high in the draft So he had to kind of you know pick the best Of what was ever left And and when he went out and got a Paxton Lynch That was kind of in the teens when he picked up A Paxton Lynch I mean did it right before the Cowboys did Because they were headed down that same path Um, So on top of that Right um, I have to say He chose not to overpay um, In this situation A Kirk Cousins So he was going to have to pay Kirk Cousins, you know, out the wazoo. But he said he made the right determination in saying Kirk Cousins wasn't that far or that much different than a case Keenum. And both of them ended up in basically the same spot this year at home when the playoffs started. So he didn't overpay.
1: (laughs) Right. That's what I was going to say. We see how that worked out for Kirk Cousins. He's been home for a while because he's hurt.
2: So he didn't overpay um, for a situation that wasn't going to result in in much. Um, And he got rid of DT right before, um, you know, DT wasn't actually going to be the player he used to be. So um, I kind of got to look at it as I can't really outright say he's not a good GM. But um, I I do understand what you're saying, Will. And back to these Chiefs, right? Because they're kind of the story of the hour right now. Um, So my question to you is, you look at The Chiefs, um, they've lost to the two teams that are left. They had a chance to play um, Tom Brady and the Patriots. They lost that game. Uh, And they also had a chance to play Phillip Rivers at their, you know, I guess it was at home. I don't remember what that game was. But I do know that the last meeting between Patrick Mahomes and Phillip Rivers came out plus one Phillip Rivers. My question is, do you think having this playoff win under his belt – makes him go into whatever the, whoever the opponent is next with a lot of confidence, or do you feel like there's going to be a possibility that they can fall just short uh, of making their playoff run or their first Super Bowl run with Patrick Mahomes?
0: You know, it don't, to me, it doesn't matter which one they play because when they play at home, you know what I'm saying? They play a lot better defensively when they're at home. Um, what a lot of the, the NFL analysts, you know, and NFL, NFL analysts failed to look at was how the Chiefs play at home defensively. Yeah, granted, we did give up that game, but that, that was a game we gave up late um, to the Chargers. Um, easily could have won that game. You know what I'm saying? A few plays and definitely some bad officiating on some calls that, that helped out the Chargers in that game also. Um I'm not worried and if you look at the New England game we actually got off to a slow start Mahomes had a little you know a couple jitters and he had a couple turnovers and we still only lost by three one of those turnovers turnovers was a pick six I don't I don't foresee um, Mahomes making the same mistakes because one thing he does is he learns every game he learns and he gets better he's people forget he's still a first year starter but he's just getting better like he's gonna be even better as the years go on but I don't foresee the Chiefs making the same mistakes Mahomes making those same mistakes with the turnovers that he had um against the Patriots if we were to play the Patriots and and one for one I don't think the Patriots aren't that same team when Chiefs definitely aren't afraid of them I see it going real bad that the Patriots don't want to come to Arrowhead (laughs) they don't do well at Arrowhead you know what I'm saying Those are games the Chiefs typically win when they got to come to our place. And then the Chargers, you know what I'm saying? It's a divisional game. They both know each other, and I'm taking the Chiefs. um, I would definitely take the Chiefs over the Chargers in that game. It would be uh, a tougher game, but I think our defense would step up. And we can smell it, man. They hungry. Them boys is hungry. Justin Houston is hungry. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't know. He may not be a Chief next year, or he may take a – unless he restructures his contract. It's going to be – so this is the year. You know what I'm saying? You don't always make it to the Super Bowl, and there's no guarantee that if you stay that, you know what I'm saying, this team's going to make it back. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's a long, grueling season. So I know them boys going to come out hungry. Chris Jones, Justin Houston, D4 defensively, and they'll step up and make some plays against the Chargers. So um, I'm not afraid of either one, man. Uh, whether it's the Chargers or the Patriots, I think the Chiefs will get it done, be at home. In, and, I, and no moment one thing you can see is no moment is too big for Patrick Mahomes it's like nothing phases him and he has a short memory even if he does make a mistake he has a short memory he's going to come back out and He's gonna. he wants to win man. you can see how he would get upset when they had to the punt like he wanted to score but every time he wants to make plays he wants to score he did a good job at checking the ball down at times because you know a lot of times he wants to go for that that big home run ball but he did a good job of just taking what the defense was giving him and getting those first downs, keeping the chains moving. So uh, I'm confident, man. I'm just, I'm excited and I'm confident. And I, I see the chiefs. They can definitely, definitely uh, move forward. And we'll see if Eric Berry, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play next week. If he does, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Cause he brings another aspect to our defense. Um, uh, some grit and you know what I'm saying he's a a hard tackler you know what I'm saying and he's good in coverage so we shall see but I don't I won't be surprised if he doesn't play
2: (laughs) Voice I want to ask you a question man like being able to um, look objectively from the outside looking in being able to really see um, just kind of what what's all at stake here what's you know what's all the other parameters basically watching a Patrick Mahomes, young quarterback, going up against a stellar veteran who's the man and who's always been the man in T B twelve, and Tom Brady is who I'm I'm referring to. If if it's Patrick Mahomes against the Tom Brady when all the marbles are kinda in the middle, all the chips are on the line, like how do you foresee that game going, voice?
1: Again, about the only team I hate as much as the Cowboys are the Patriots, however, as an objective observer, you said something in the lead-up question that, um, unfortunately, the, the gentleman with the rose-colored glasses on, with the with the gold trim, uh, my man, uh, Will Smith, he he was looking through those glasses because you you hit the nail on the head with the exception of the victory in the playoffs, when he has faced the stiffest competition, he's wilted. He's wilted. He's still new, so there's still some things that he has to learn. He still has to go through these wars and things of that nature. Now, salute to him. uh, That first game versus the Broncos, and we were uh, undefeated, he was able to battle back and win that game, you know. But when facing Brady, when facing yet another divisional foe, when it really mattered towards the end of the year in the uh, charges, he will. Did, so he, did he will or did that the
0: defense that's will? To be said there, he, that's,
2: um, that's, did he will or did the defense will? Hold on, I Will. Hold, hold, be, on, hold, hold, hold on, Hold on, Will. Hold on, Will. You know the defense doesn't necessarily
1: help, and that's one thing that went very well for them today. So that that's something else you got to keep in mind when it comes to the Chiefs is that their defense, like the Rams, uh, played exceptionally today, and that's not always the case. Will they be able to do that and provide the cushion needed for uh, whatever
0: Mahomes does to win the game? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, and I agree. I mean, it's the, that's the question is like, can the defense duplicate and continue to play the same way? If they, if if our defense plays the same way they did against the Colts, then no team can beat us. No team, no team can score with us. Yeah, but the the, yeah. Colts is not the Patriots either. Huh? Let's, let's be let's be real. The Patriots ain't all that good this year. I'm talking, man, bro. Come on, man. The Colts, the the they Patriots didn't are not play last week like the, the Colts Patriots. Is. But the Patriots are not that team anymore. Ain't nobody scared of the Patriots. I don't think and the Chiefs ain't never been scared of the Patriots. The Patriots are actually probably be fearful of the Chiefs. You know what happened last time the Patriots came to Arrowhead? They got blew out, and that was with Alex Smith. Right. That's <laughs> so, I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is they don't they don't do well at Arrowhead, and their defense is not the same. They don't have that defense that's just gonna stuff you and and. Bruh, I'm telling you. This, this, this is the man <laughs> who is arguably the GOAT at quarterback. He ain't the same quarterback. He <laughs> huh? He ain't the same quarterback and his arm ain't there.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, again, this, this is someone who's arguably the GOAT at quarterback. Been the seven, I believe, Super Bowls or the eight. It, it, I, I lose count because uh, I, I just know I hate whenever I see him there. Uh, so I, I probably have forgotten on purpose because I'm trying to, to flush those memories out of my head outside of the uh the Giants uh, wins. Those were, were wonderful, absolutely wonderful. But anyway, um yeah. You,
0: factor you in those time break. Factor in, they don't have Josh Gordon anymore. That Josh Gordon was a huge hey, that was a big pickup for them. That was a big pickup for them. And uh, I believe he made you know saying a few catches and some plays in that Chiefs game, but they don't have Josh Gordon anymore. And That's even when they, they don't had have him,
1: Josh Gordon for he, a portion of the year anyway. And, and again, But I'm saying, even when they, they had, him, had him, they barely wait, won. Wait, wait, wait. This, this is Tom Brady <laughs> that we're talking about. Do we ever Man. really know who he's throwing the ball to? Man, Man it's just it, 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 <laughs> the, uh, the cast changes, but the show remains the same.
0: Okay. Andy Reid does a good job of scripting against the Patriots. He does a good job. And like I said, like.
1: I hope so. I'm just saying, let's not,
0: uh, don't,
1: don't be so confident. Okay. That you don't see that, that this, if that were to happen, which God forbid it does, because I really want to ask the best, um, divisional game. Hold on. Who's the the best? Who's the best quarterback? that the Chargers do play tomorrow and uh, that they're very capable of making it an
0: All-L.A.
1: Nah.
0: Super Bowl. Who's the best quarterback in the league right now? Drew Brees. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You already know that ain't it. No. Hey, but, Th- it,
2: the Those are facts. Those are facts.
0: Who's been in game? It, good try. <laughs> Who's been playing the best the whole season? Drew Brees, Mahomes, Mahomes' worst game. They compared his worst game. Listen, I don't throw Drew Brees in there. They compared Mahomes' worst game to Drew Brees' best game, and, and it was still better. Like, <laughs> no,
2: like, not a, not in terms of not in terms of efficiency. It has never been better. Uh, here we go. Never in terms of efficiency. I'm Please not talking. I'm bring that I'm up. not only this talking about completion percentage. I'm also um speaking of his ability to not turn the ball over. Drew Brees.
0: Come on, man. Come on, man. How many deep balls he throw? Does he throw more deep balls than Mahomes?
2: Yo, no, Taking your man. Stop throwing so many interceptions, and we he won't does, have a situation to talk it. about. He doesn't. He doesn't throw more deep balls in Mahomes. He throws less. He was. throws less balls to the other team than your guy.
0: But how many touchdowns he got though?
2: He got enough.
0: Did he did he throw for over five
2: thousand with fifty touchdowns, man? Come on man, there ain't no comparison, bro. Yo, Drew he's breezes, done he's a, yo, yo, Drew Brees. Wait, he, Drew Brees has done that four times.
0: Four what four I times. think four or
2: so five has? times.
0: No, not fifty touchdowns and no, 5, no not yards, fifty touchdowns and players. five thousand. Look, right, but There's only two players in the league that have done that. But
2: just actually actually there's only the there's only one player who's ever thrown over five thousand yards more than one season. And oh, that's Drew Brees.
0: But guess what? This is Mahomes' first season. You think that's the only five thousand yard season he gonna have?
2: Maybe. Who knows? According to Come the on, voice, bro. this is the game that's on, that's man. staunch with parody. And so, who no, knows no, what'll no, happen you're, next? You're starting to sound like a Philly fan saying this is first season,
1: uh, trying to pull that old uh, uh, Ben Simmons
0: card. No, he played last season too. This no, season. no, he didn't. He wasn't a starter. This is his first season he as a starter, bro. There
2: was a reason he wasn't starting <laughs> no, last no, year.
0: Season, he I'm was talking about. He did start games last year. He started one He's game. This first he started the last game of the season, bro. This is his first season as a starter. Okay, <laughs> clean, clean yeah. it up. Clean it up. I ain't got to clean nothing up. He he wasn't a starter last year. Alex Smith
2: was a starter. Hey, you know what's crazy? <laughs> Most people believe that. Um, Most people believe that Dan Marino was going to go to multiple Super Bowls after that first time. Like he did it. Say that. He did it the first time, and then most people believed that after that, he was just going to be there every year, so it was no big deal that he didn't complete the task the first time, right? So because your guy goes for 5050 the first year, which is awesome, by the way, I got to say that, right? You got to kind of compare what's been done and proven over and over versus what's been done once and could be an anomaly later.
0: Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that he won't that he would throw, you no know, fifty fifty 50 touchdowns again season after season. But as far as 5,000 yards, as far as the way the game is played now, it's more of an offensive game. It's more geared towards the offense as far as the penalties or the, the flags and the rules that are in place right now is geared more towards the offense.
2: I mean, that's, so- that's very true. But to assume he's going to be a perennial 5,000-yard passer is a bit, you know
0: i'm not saying say he's he gonna do it every season but he's definitely gonna have multiple another season where he throws for five thousand yards it's not that hard especially with the weapons that we have if you keep a tyreek hill you get him under contract deep ball threat fastest fastest receiver in the nfl you gotta send me watkins plus you gotta account for you know make future draft the way the way i the reason i say that is because our gm brett veitch He knows he has a Ferrari at quarterback. But can I tell you something? He wants wants to keep that going.
2: Will, can I tell you something?
0: What?
2: If you get a better team, you'll throw for less yards. Case in point, Drew Brees generally threw for 5,000 yards when his defense was trash. And also when he didn't have a true running game. Right? And so in your situation right now, you're dealing with Damian Williams. You're still trying to figure out what that's about. But you're still throwing him out of the backfield a lot. You don't have a great defense. Today they did exceptionally well, but generally your defense is not great. So, because you guys are in shootouts most of the time, Patrick Mahomes is forced to throw for a lot of yards. What happened with the Saints is they got better defensively. They got two running backs who can play really well, so all of a sudden they don't throw as much. So now instead of throwing for five thousand and fifty, he's more so looking at I don't know maybe three thousand six, three thousand five, and you know and thirty six. weight though, but <laughs> a but a still very, very functional offense while I'm um, producing the number one seed without having to go into that last week praying. So when I look at the situation, what I say is, yes, Patrick Mahomes is phenomenally talented, but he's forced to throw the ball as much as he's throwing it. And, guess he's doing his thing. I love what he's doing. But that defense needs some work. And once you guys get better at defense and better in the run game, he'll throw for less yards. Hence him not throwing for 5,000 every year.
0: And to that I say, the reason Drew Brees didn't throw for 5,000 yards is because you only have one receiver. (laughs) You have one receiver. You have a running back out of backfield that you can't pass to. But he doesn't have the weapons. He doesn't have a tight end like he had in Jimmy Graham. He doesn't have another receiver on the other side, like back in the day with a Joe Horn or something. You don't have two, two good receivers. You have one in Michael Thomas. And so, and Mahomes has Kelsey. He has Hill. He has Watkins. So, when you have more weapons... And the way our offense is, it's a, it's a West Coast offense, so it's a passing offense. Guess no,
2: you had people? to throw for that okay. many yards because every time you bro, get in the game, it's 45-32 or 35-36. Like, you have to throw that. No, it always comes down to the last possession. Look at all the big games you guys have been in. They were shootouts, bro. bro. You look, they were shootouts. we just
0: score. We score. We're,
2: you, have you, score we're you have to score because you have to keep up with the other team.
0: No, we don't. If you look throughout the season... The first probably six seven games of the season, the Chiefs always jumped out to a lead.
2: The Chiefs jumping probably. out to a lead and the a lead are two different things.
0: No, I'm saying we were jumping out to a lead and we just kept scoring. We scored. That's what that's what the offense does. That's what Andy Reid's offense does. We score. He wants to put up points. And so that's and what I'm telling
2: like, you, you is you have to put up points. You never err in a chance no, where you can milk okay. the clock.
0: We didn't have to put up points when we jumped out to a lead, uh, a huge lead against the Steelers. And then, you know what I'm saying? They kind of tried to come back a little bit. We didn't have to hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like we just, we're not going to play conservative. Why would you play conservative and just run the ball when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes? And then you had Kareem Hunt. Like he can run. We can run the ball. But, you know what I'm saying? He can also catch out of the backfield. My thing is the offense, the way the offense is set up. Andy Reid's version of the West Coast offense is more of a passing offense. He's going to be more passing because of the quarterback that you have that plays to his strength. Why would you not pass the ball when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes? He's going to take more shots down the field. That's in his DNA. And so he's going to have a lot of passing yards. Granted, he's not going to have 5,000 every year, but I I bet you he'll have over 4,000. Regardless if we have a good running back or not, a good running game, because the the type of running backs that we get, they also have to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. So that, and as I said, we have more weapons. Drew Brees did not have any weapons, so you had your their strength is the running game with Kamara and Ma, and Ingram. That's their strength right there, and then getting the ball to Thomas. But if, I guarantee, Drew Brees, if Drew Brees had a Travis Kelsey. Will. And then he had a Tyreek Hill and then another receiver out. He would have had way more passing yards than what he had. Will. Okay.
2: You played against (laughs) the Chiefs. You played against the Chiefs. You lose 38 to 31. A lot of points scored. You play against the Chargers. You lose 29 to 28. A lot of points scored. You play against the Rams. You lose 54 to 51. A lot of points scored. You played against the Raiders. You played against the Raiders. You win. But a lot of points scored. 40 to 33. You play against the Browns, you give up 21 points. What are you saying, my brother?
0: Well, what I'm saying is, this is an offense, offensive league. How many teams have been giving up a lot of points? If you look throughout the scores, there's been a lot of scoring this season as a whole because of the rules, and it's geared more towards the offense.
2: I give you that. A lot that.
0: of penalties called on pass interference, you know what I'm saying, which they're not calling now in the playoffs. They're letting them play more, and so it's going to be more of a, a, a defensive the defense are able to play better or be more effective because they're not throwing the flags as much as they were during the regular season.
2: Yeah, and that's super but, cool. But that, that um, game you bring up against the Steelers, right, you said, oh, they tried to come back. Yeah, they dropped 37 points when you guys scored 42, right? Our defense you, isn't that good. Our defense isn't Okay, great. cool. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that. that's all you I'm saying. saying. They, they stepped up today. But what, my thing is we do have very
0: talented players on the defensive side of the ball where if they get going, if the Chiefs get a lead, then they can rush. The, they can focus on rushing the passer. We haven't done well at stopping the run game. Today, the Chiefs were able to stop the run game. They held Mac to 46 yards. They shut it down. And so, when they're able to do that and be effective, you know what I'm saying? They came out with a chip on their shoulder because all the NFL analysts kept talking about was how good the the Colts were, how good their defense was, how good their offensive line was. Our our the line smashed their O line today. You know what I'm saying? They, they gave it to the rookie boys. And so it's, it's basically dependent upon how the game is playing out. Are we able to be effective? If the Chiefs are able to stop a run game, then you better, hey, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> but throughout the season, though, teams have been able to run the ball on us. And even then, the Chiefs were still able to win because our offense compensated for the lack of, of plays made on defense. There are times – you know what I'm saying? If we had a few plays, there was a play against the Rams, Chiefs easily could have won that game, but Scandrick drops the interception. Where, you know, if Al Peters, he probably would have caught it. But I'm, you know, <laughs> Peters don't be tackling. As y'all saw in that game with this Cowboys. He kinda led did a whole late. But um Yeah, man. Hey. It depends, man. We can stop that run game, then the teasers Uh, it's a whole nother ball game because then they're able to to let loose on that pass rush with a Chris Jones, D. Ford, and a Justin Houston, and then you got Derek Knight, he's the rookie coming in there, kind of stuffing to run a little bit. So, you know. So we'll, we'll, I'll we'll
2: I'll, I'll I'll close my point with this. You ready? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Cool. You guys were able to stop the run today, right? Mm-hmm. You played great defense today, right? How many yards do you think Patrick Mahomes threw for?
0: Uh, He threw for like 278.
2: Yeah, he threw for exactly 278. And zero touchdowns, and they still won the game. Right. This is what I'm I'm saying to you. And you ran the ball well. So once you guys start running the ball better and playing better defense, Patrick Mahomes won't be in a situation where he's dropping 5,000-yard seasons all the time. This is what I'm saying to you. So for you what? to so for you to say Drew Brees for you to say Drew Brees is not as good of a quarterback because he didn't drop as many yards as a Patrick Mahomes. Drew Brees in a different situation.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not why I'm saying he's not as good. He has nothing to do with yards. I'm talking about talent. He's not a, a more talented quarterback than Patrick Mahomes.
2: Yes, he can't make. He, a, is. he can't make.
0: Oh my goodness! He can't make all them throws Patrick Mahomes can make.
2: Yeah, but where you know, is where the 90 percent <laughs> of quarterback is played in the head, and you don't have like the type of brain you're working with what? with Drew Brees. Uh, look, ninety percent, ninety percent of what happens with a quarterback is done in the head. It's the, the brain. Does
0: Drew Brees have a recall? You know, you know, Patrick Mahomes has recall, right?
2: Is recall he a special that. ability that nobody else on Earth has? <laughs> not,
0: not every quarterback.
2: Are you back calling? Back are you calling Patrick Mahomes he, a mutant? What, is
0: he uh, on a swap negative son? What do we
2: got? <laughs> he got recall. Does he have total recall?
0: Bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> bruh. are you serious? He's a rookie handling the. Handling the playbook the way he is, he's already audible and he's already recognizing defense. And this is his first year as a
2: star. Are you uh, telling me Drew bro, Brees on, couldn't? Uh, you,
0: you know what, Will? Uh, all I got to say is this because you've been going off quite some time. Uh <laughs> that pride
1: goes before falling. Oh my
0: goodness! They got nothing to do with pride. You
1: you've, you've been speaking real pride, you have not been able to 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 state the facts that. Hey, he does have his, his You know, there are Outside of saying that y'all don't have a defense You know, it's just like, oh, Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes Oh, the world can't stop Patrick Mahomes He's been Oh my there. goodness, bro And <laughs> again, in the games where it's mattered most Because this is a team game This is not a Patrick Mahomes Versus just one person game It is Still Highly probable That He loses before going to the Super Bowl. So, let, let's be real. Is your team on fire? Absolutely. Should they make it? All signs say yes. But let's not act like it's not a possibility. It's a possibility. Especially, especially wait, wait, wait. Especially if uh, the Chargers don't take care of business
0: tomorrow. Man, bro. I, I'd i rather face the Patriots than the Chargers. Chargers may mess around and uh beat the Patriots, but you know what I'm saying. I'm like I said, I'm not worried about. No, I'm not worried about either team. I'm really not. Okay. <laughs> I'm really not. Yo, <laughs> you're prideful. <laughs> <laughs> Confident, brother. It's called confidence.
2: Now look, I'm I'm it's, it's, I'm not hating on your confidence. I'm I'm gonna tell you when I saw at work last year. Um, if you guys paid attention to the debate fuel, um, with my dude Derek, right, Derek was so confident in his Philadelphia Eagles when everybody else doubted. And mm-hmm. what happened? And they won. And they won. And he, he was super confident. He said what it was. He didn't he didn't back up from his statements. He stood right in front of his statements. I mean, we were clowning. And, <laughs> and they still won. And they won the Super Bowl. We, we thought when it got to the Super Bowl, it was a wrap. There was no way. And then they showed us different. So, I mean, all I can say is. Yo, things can happen. But at the same things time, can things can happen. But at the same time, right? Um, I I think voice has a point, right? Like, because things can happen, that means anything can happen. But yo, I think fellas, I think we'll be a little bit remiss um if we don't spend any time talking about these cowboys and what just happened um when the cowboys took that L in LA versus the Rams. Um, I, I just gotta know from the voice man, like, I know how you feel. Well, at least I know how you feel. But tell the people how you feel, man.
1: Uh, to quote the the greatest entertainer of all time, James Brown. I feel. Good. I know that I would. Wow! Jesus. Oh, it, yeah, it's um, it, it it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Every time the Cowboys lose, it's wonderful, and. For me, especially as president of the Cowboy Haters uh, Club, losing in this circumstance, it's there's no there's really no feeling like it outside of a Broncos victory. That's about the only thing that that comes close to this feeling because Cowboy. You know what? I wouldn't be as adamant a Cowboys hater if it weren't for the delusional fan base that the Cowboys say, all right, we're going to we're do it every year. How about them Cowboys? I don't do Messages that I get every time they win. It's like they won a game. One game. <laughs> I get excited about one game. Mm. Let them win consistently and then actually win the games that matter because we've seen over the past 25 years they can't get that job done. So the fact that they have lost and they have confirmed the things that I've been telling these people all year long. I mean, it it, it feels good. It makes me look good. It validates my genius. I mean, I, need I go on?
2: Well, I'll, I'll ask you this, man. At what point in the game did you know that this was a wrap?
1: When, um, when... When it was right under a minute forty six left, I think, and uh, and CJ handed the salute to that man, uh, which is another reason why I don't feel bad rooting for the Rams because they got a couple uh, former Broncos on the squad. But when he got that picked up that first down uh, to seal the deal, that, that's when I knew it because before then, still anything could have happened, and it was such a close game that, uh, or let me not expect such a close game they allowed them to come back to the point to make it interesting uh, that that's when that's when i was confident
2: let me let me ask will because i know will knows stuff a lot sooner like will just knows stuff fast will <laughs> when did you know that this was a rap
0: cj anderson put that honey bun rapper down no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like he out there eating honey buns boy boiling chunky. No, <laughs> no but uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the whole game, but um, I knew the, I knew the Rams was gonna win, man. Once I saw the score and, um, and the Cowboys was down like twenty to seven, I knew it was a wrap. And it's like um, the the Rams, you know what I'm saying? They was one of the top offenses in the league. So you got the Rams, the Saints, and the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, that offense is just too much for them, man. Offense is just too much. They got they had too many weapons. Gurley was out there balling, and then when CJ Anderson get going, like you know, it's a done deal. Like, dang, he balling too. Like, yo, <laughs> but um, and CJ Anderson's is a good back. I mean, he was good at Denver, so it was kind of surprising for him to be out. You know, what I'm saying on the market like that, and uh, the Chiefs actually took a look at him. I was kind of hoping they get him, but I knew they wouldn't because he didn't know the playbook, and it's too late in the season. So, um but yeah, man, the Rams they look good, and uh, I just knew. You know the Cowboys. What Stephen they say? The Cowboys with uh accident waiting to happen, something like that. He always say, <laughs> but I knew it was a wrap when it was twenty to seven. I was like, oh man.
2: Well, if you look at, if you just take a peep at this Rams team, they are one of the most talented teams in the league, hands down. Mm-hmm. I mean, just hands down. And now they add, like Voice said, a former Bronco, former Panther, former everything, right? Like they add um, journeyman at this point now, CJ Anderson, who has always been a talented back. But now he's super motivated. I mean, definitely he's hungry, I would say. Um, but he looks like somebody who, I mean, by himself would be fine, even if they didn't have a tie girlie, Now you add him to the fold with a tie girly. It seems like they're going to have a balanced run. They have an awesome and unique passing game. Are the Rams almost unstoppable at this point?
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going say, I mean, maybe. Just, I mean, they had a good game against the Rams. I mean, their defense is still um, sometimes just as suspect as the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Like, their defense, um, you would because of the names that they have on defense, with the Piers and Tlaib and um, Aaron Donald and Asoo and you know, saying some of the other boys, you would think that they would be a little bit more dominant than what they are. But um, you know, maybe in these playoffs, you know, teams step it up a little bit. And you saw the the defense showed up today, and uh, though the Cowboys still made a game of it in the end, but um, you would think they would be more dominant. I won't say they're unstoppable or almost unstoppable um I think that the Saints I think the Saints will beat the Eagles and it'll be a a Eagles I mean um a Saints Rams game and that's going to be a very good game um it's going to be played in New Orleans so that's going to be yeah that's going to be a very interesting game to see it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top I would love to see a Saints Chiefs Super Bowl. You know, hopefully, Lord willing, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if they're unstoppable. They can be – because Jared Goff can be rattled. When you get pressure on Jared Goff, like he's – I forgot what the stat was versus the blitz. But, basically, once he gets rattled and you you get in his face, and he's not the same quarterback. Because those last few games of the season, the Rams were kind of struggling and Goff wasn't doing so well. Now, where, where he's his best is when you, if you give Jared Goff time, he can make some good throws and kind of pick you apart. But if you get some pressure on him, which is most time with any quarterback, but, you know am saying, he's not a very good quarterback when he gets rattled and if you get a lot of pressure on him and him and getting his face. And, so that's what you got to do, man. You can't just let Jared Goff just sit back there and give him some time to pass
2: the ball. Um, Voice, let me ask you a question, man. I wonder... Um, I mean, I know you're surrounded by cowboy fans. they're everywhere, right? We have a ton yeah. of them on on the team um if like, you had oh, yeah. if you had something to say, like if you were going to meet up with a cowboy fan, right, you just wanted to tell him something, what would you say to that cowboy fan right now? How about the Cowboys <laughs> You' so petty, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. cowboys.
2: Hold oh, that hell! that Oh man, that's so petty, man. Yo, it's been it's, it's been super real, man. Thank y'all so much for for hopping on. Um, I mean, I, I really, if I look at that that Rams versus the Cowboys game, man. To be honest with you, it seems like the Rams have a really good swag right now. I mean, they seem to be really rolling. They are like like Will said, very suspect. Um, in that secondary, especially with. If a keep to leave is kind of in and out of games, then they're they're more suspect. But to be honest with you, they look quite formidable. You look at a guy, um, I mean, you look at a guy like Aaron Donald. He's somebody you got to deal with. The Saints have, um, they have a somewhat healthy offensive line right now. They're not completely healthy, so um, having to go against those boys in a situation like that could be really tough for them. I don't, I don't even want to assume that game because the Saints have to go against the Miracle Worker and Nick Foles, man. And Nick Foles is, um, I mean, he is a formidable foe. And he has been, every time people doubt Nick Foles, he has proven them wrong every single time. And, I mean, he did it all last year. Hopefully his storybook, you know, type, his storybook novel comes to an end in, in, in you know, New Orleans. But... Um, you know what I mean? That's, that's a prayer thrown up. We'll see what God comes back down with. So, all right, fellas. Um, yo, I want to, I want to I wanna give the people a little bit of a chance to, to, you know, let them know that you guys are not only just, you know, experts tonight. I mean, you do your thing constantly every week. Um, we'll tell them about your show, man, and, and what you got going and when you normally drop. Uh, you listen to
0: Red and Bold on the MTNV podcast, Red and Bold every Friday, you know, it's Friday evening, normally drop, so, uh, you know, look out for that, Red and Bold, and also follow follow me on Twitter, uh, at Red and Bold, R-E-D-A-N-D-B-O-L-D, at Red and Bold, and be sure to like MTNV Sports on the Facebook, if you haven't.
2: Alright, Bet and Voice, I mean, if he's dropping every Friday afternoon, which he's constantly doing, I mean you dominating the Friday mornings. Tell him about your show, Doc. That's right. The MTMV main
1: card where we bring you headlines and hot takes, the old one two and previews of the upcoming fight cards for the week. Drops every Friday morning. Seventy three Fridays and counting on whatever platform you listen to your podcast you like spotify we got you stitcher we're there to tune in we got you apple podcast you name it we got you mcnv sports my team my voice
0: say it loud mcnv sports i'm proud i almost said i'm black and i'm proud
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: well, we are, just in case they didn't know by the inflection in our voices. Either way, um, <laughs> either way, uh, we want to say, yo, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, look, you've been listening to um, the immediate reaction after a phenomenal um, day of football in the NFL. We'll see um, if, if the Saints win, then we'll be right back here tomorrow. Um, at least I will be, right? But if they lose, then you'll hear from us next year around the same time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has
1: been MTNV Sports. We're out. Hello?